Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favorite book. Happy reading! I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'll share five must-read classic mystery novels that are simply transportive. From classic whodunits to spine-tingling reads, these books will transport you to another place in time, but it will also keep you on the edge of your seat. So if you're interested in classic mystery novels, or if you're just a fan of the mystery and thriller genre, then this episode is just for you. So stay tuned. Hi, readers. Welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood. And in today's episode, I'm sharing my top five picks for must-read classic mystery novels. Now, I have to say, before I even get into the books, I don't know why I do this to myself. It's always super hard just narrowing a handful of books that are must-reads and that you feel uh, fans of the genre, mystery and thriller genre, should read. So, I have to say, I put quite a bit of pressure on myself, but I'm really excited about all the five books here on my list. I'm also excited to just kind of talk a bit about the mystery, specifically the classic mystery novels genre. Personally, I'm a big, big fan. I often say uh, my grandmother, she introduced me to a lot of mystery books. So before I read Agatha Christie, before I read, um, what's her name, Nancy Drew, I was a Inspector Maygray girl. I loved reading those books and I have one of his books on my list to recommend to you today. So there you go, early sneak peek at uh, one of the books I'm highly recommending that you read. But before we get into the books, let's talk a bit about classic mystery novels. I'm really curious about the books that come to mind for you. When you think classic mystery, you know, what books or what author pops up 
you know, just drop me an email, send me a DM. If you're subscribed to the newsletter, just hit reply to the last one you have and just say, hey, Victoria, these are the authors I think of or these are the books I think of because I'm really curious to know. I think classic is subjective, even though I know it's kind of uh, tethered to time and how, you know, how well it has stood the test of time and how much people appreciate it. But I think we're also in a time when we're really trying to find those uh, underrepresented books, underrepresented voices, but also those, you know, hidden gems, those uh, books that folks might not know about, uh, but they're really good. So I want to hear from you. Tell me about the authors and the books that you think of when you think of classic mystery novels. So anyways, when I think of, you know, classic mystery novel, I think of Agatha Christie. I really do. I know folks would say, well, what was the best mystery novel of all time? I think that's completely subjective to readers. I know folks think of, like I said, Agatha Christie. Um, they think of Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, who else? In modern times, how about contemporary? I feel when folks um, talk about like those mystery books or even thrillers, because sometimes you have mystery thriller. I often see folks trying to compare to Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. Do you consider that a mystery? I'm not so sure there. But I think what we're looking for is a book that has a good plot, compelling characters, and of course, those unpredictable twists. Now, the one thing I do know Agatha Christie holds the title for is um, most or let me rephrase that. She's known for best-selling mystery novels of all time. So if you're looking for, okay, what book has outsold the others? Hands down, it's Agatha Christie. And when people think of Agatha Christie, um, first book comes to mind for most is Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, and then They Were None did really well. So, you know, those are those two books that I think most people know about and um, are probably the most well-sold books. But what I also want to know from you is who is the best detective? So when you think of a, you know, a detective novel, who is the best detective in a book, but also what is the best detective novel? Now, I feel... I feel when people think about best detective novels, they think of the Sherlock Holmes books by Arthur Conan Doyle. I think for some reason that's at the top of the list. Um, I also think Umberto Eco, people think of um, him as well. The Name of the Rose, I think is the name of that book. And um, who else? Who else do they think about? I think those two are what really come to mind. Uh, but famous detective, famous detective. So that's a character. I, I have to say, I think it's Sherlock Holmes. Um, I really do. Just iconic detective in terms of just the character itself. So yeah, so those are just my thoughts. You know, just some background on uh, classic mystery books. So if we're thinking famous writer who sold the most books, Agatha Christie, but but when you think of in, um, how do you say, top of mind 
in culture, people think Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, it's quite interesting just to know what comes to mind for readers when they think of classic mystery authors. So anyway, enough of me chatting away. Let's get into the books so I can share with you five classic mysteries I think everyone should read. And I think I might share a bonus. I think I might share a bonus now that I've been thinking about it. So alrighty, let's get to the books. Okay, so book one on my list is, of course, by the Queen herself, Agatha Christie. I'm recommending And Then There Were None. I truly believe if you're new to Christie, if you haven't read Christie yet, which if you haven't, it's okay. But, you know, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, I think you should read And Then There Were None. I think it's a great starting point. It's considered one of the best mystery novels of all time. And of course, it's by the queen of crime herself. So I think this is a must read for any mystery novel. And this book is set on a secluded island. And there are 10 strangers. They're invited for a weekend getaway. But Then they find themselves in this, you know, conundrum. They start to be murdered one by one. And of course, you know, who's doing it? So essentially you're reading to find out who is doing this. Um, I think the plot is, is, is just, you know, it's very well done. There's an unexpected twist. And I think this book will keep you guessing, you know, And I think it's a classic for a reason. I really, really do. So if you're new to Christie, I highly recommend you start with this one. So the next time you're in a mood for a mystery, consider picking up And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. Okay, book two on the list is by Arthur Conan Doyle. Because of course, I feel no mystery list would be complete without a Sherlock Holmes novel. So the book I'm recommending is The Hound of the Baskervilles by Arthur Conan Doyle. So this is where I feel Sherlock Holmes and his trusted sidekick, Dr. Watson, shine. So in this book, they're investigating a mysterious curse that has plagued the Baskerville family for generations. Now, I love me an eerie gothic book. If you've been listening to the podcast for some time, if you get my newsletters, you know I love me some gothic atmospheric fiction. I live for those books where, you know, the atmosphere is just incredibly well drawn and you will get that here. So you can expect an eerie setting. It's set in Devonshire, you know, where the moors are just desolate and it really takes you to the heart of the mystery and it keeps you going. It keeps you turning the pages. And the cause of this mystery is allegedly caused by this mysterious supernatural hound. So if you're looking for a book, if you're looking for a mystery novel that's incredibly atmospheric, it has those clever plot twists, then I think this book is perfect for any mystery fan. So again, I think what sets this apart is definitely the setting. So I highly recommend if you're looking for a book that will truly transport you, pick up a copy of The Hound of the Baskervilles by Arthur Conan Doyle. Book three on the list is The Moonstone by Wilkie Collins. 
Now, The Moonstone is one of those early detective novels. And I, again, I think this is just a must read for fans of the mystery genre. Now, this is set in Victorian England. And the story revolves around the theft of a valuable diamond and the subsequent investigation to uncover who the culprit is. Now, I love a book that has multiple narrators. And this is one of those books. So you're getting multiple point of views, you're getting a complex plot. And I think the mystery will keep you guessing right up until the very end. Now, I know folks often recommend The Woman in White, and I love that one too. Uh, But I feel more people know The Woman in White and less know about The Moonstone. I think both are just very good, highly recommend, you should read. But if you're going to pick one, pick The Moonstone, you know, especially if you're having a conversation with someone who's also uh, very literary. Odds are they'll talk about The Woman in White. So if you want to be different, um, talk about The Moonstone. (laughs) And I think it's, it's a really good representation of Wilkie Collins. I I, again, I love both books. It was really hard for me to select one, but I'd have to say, especially on social media and in more recent times, when I'm looking online, I see more reference being made to The Woman in White. So I'm recommending that you give The Moonstone by Wilkie Collins a go. All right, book four on the list is an ode to my nan who introduced me to this fabulous author, but more importantly, an amazing detective because I am a fan. Now, I don't have all the books, but I did order the two Folio Society sets. I don't think book one is, uh, set one, sorry, is available, but set two is where they've selected a few of the books that feature this detective and just, you know, kind of put them together. And the author I'm talking about is Georges Simenon. And the detective in question is Inspector Maygray. Now, the book I'm going to recommend, because I think this is a good entry point, because I really want to give you a good story that hopefully will captivate you. So, The book I'm recommending is May Gray and the Saturday Caller by Georges Simenon. Now, this is your classic detective mystery novel. And at the centre is the famous French detective Jules May Gray. Now, in this book, May Gray is trying to solve the murder of a distraught Saturday caller. And it's later revealed that the person who's a caller is a prominent millionaire. And this prominent person is found murdered. So essentially, he must solve the murder of this anonymous caller, right? So he has no idea. It's just later on it's revealed um, that this person is a prominent millionaire. Uh, but what I love about a May Gray book, it's not just about him trying to solve the case. It's all the intriguing characters. It's the clever plot twist. And hey, if you're looking for some armchair traveling, this book will transport you to the heart of Paris, the streets of Paris, and it will keep you guessing until the very end. So if you're looking for some armchair traveling with a side of mystery, you know, pick up a Maigret book because you'll see him navigating the city's streets, you know, the web of clues and just all these characters as he tries to unravel the truth. So 
I love how the Made Grey books can transport me to a different place in time, but of course it keeps me guessing. So if you're new to May Grey and you're looking for a starting point, I highly recommend May Grey and the Saturday Caller by Georges Simenon. Okay, so book five on my list, and I really love this one. Book five on my list is perfect for readers who are looking for a historical mystery. And the book I'm recommending is The Daughter of Time by Josephine Tay. Now, this is a really, really good mystery. And I love when mystery mixes with history. So um, I love historical anything. And this is a historical mystery, but it's also investigating a real life mystery that happened, you know? So kind of having, um, what do you call it? When, um, when we don't have enough information with history, then fiction kind of tries to fill in those gaps. Yes, that's what's happening here. And I think this is a unique mystery and it's taking a look at one of history's most infamous mysteries. But before I get too ahead of myself, because I'm really excited, I love this one. Let me calm down and back it up. Okay. So the novel, The Daughter of Time by Josephine Tay, the protagonist in this book is an inspector and he is in hospital. Um, I don't remember why. I think he, I think he had a broken arm or a broken leg or, or something. I don't remember that bit, but that is our narrator, right? Who is stuck in the hospital and is in the hospital for quite a bit of time. So in order to pass the time, he decides, well, let me go investigate this centuries old case. Because I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do when you have all this time? So the case that he decides to investigate is the case of the princes in the tower. Now, this is a real life mystery going back to the reign of King Richard III. Now, if you're not familiar with that mystery, this is what happened. So, all right, how, how do I summarize this? Okay, so essentially, right, you had this king, King Edward, I think it was the fourth, yes, and he has two two sons. So it would have been what now? King Edward, well, not King, Edward the fifth and his younger brother. I don't remember the name, Edward or, no, he's Edward. So I think the other one was Richard. Yes. So these two brothers, they were heirs to the throne. So now the dad dies, who's Edward the fourth. So Edward the fifth is the one who's supposed to ascend, right? However, their uncle or some relative comes in before the coronation could occur of the new King Edward V, which by the way, they were like teenagers, just so you know, like early tweens. So it's not like adults, so to say. And they were sent when the uncle came to live in the tower. And that was the last time anyone has ever seen them. Uh, so before the king could be crowned, the young, the teen that I'm telling you about, Edward V, they are declared illegitimate, um, cannot ascend the crown. So then now some other person in the, the lineage ascends and becomes Richard III, right? No one knows what happened to the two princes. The last sighting of them was in the tower. Common myth is saying, well, they were murdered, you know, and the murder was commissioned by Richard III. So that he could ascend to the throne. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, these are all kinds of 
things that were happening back in the day. This was in like the 1400s, just to give you context. So back to the actual novel that I'm recommending. So this inspector who's nursing the leg decides to investigate this real life mystery. Now, remember, this happened in the 1400s. So I don't want to say there's not much to go on because the book is built on there's quite a bit to go on. Um, But instead of actual physical evidence that one normal detective novels and mysteries try to search for, our inspector decides to rely on the historical record and he uses this to kind of piece together the puzzle. Now, I give all credit to the author because I think she did an amazing job of blending history and fiction and just, you know, filling in those bits that obviously, like I said, you know, we don't have complete answers. So um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think at the time, the, the book also challenged how reliable the historical record is, which I mean, we all know, you know, the record isn't all that uh, squared away. So as a reader, as you're reading, you're starting to question that and all these good things. But anyways, I think it's a really good mystery. So if you're looking for something that's historical, with a bit of mystery, you want to be transported back in time. If you're a fan of all the royal drama, because if you think royal drama is present day, hey, 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 listen, (laughs) this goes back way, way, way when. So uh, yeah, so I highly recommend The Daughter of Time by Josephine Tay. Okay, so I shared five books, but I think I mentioned at the top I was thinking of another book, so I might mention a bonus. And I was, because I'm sitting here, I have books in front of me, and I glanced in the corner of my eye a book that I thought was worthy of being mentioned. So the bonus book, so I guess ultimately, even though the episode is entitled Five Books, if you listen this far, you will get an extra six book. So the next book I'm recommending is The Devil's Flute Murders by Seishi Yokomizu. And odds are, I am butchering the name. So sincere apologies. I mean no disrespect, I promise. Um, But I really enjoyed this book and I just spied it out the corner of my eye. It's always tough when I'm trying to make a a little bite-sized list to kind of give you guys some good recommendations. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this book. I think this is a classic. Um, It's incredibly compelling. And the story takes us to 19th century Japan. Now, in the book, we meet a detective who has to find out what is going on, find out the truth behind a series of just really eerie murders. But they are believed to be linked to an ancient cursed flute. So the author just really gives us this narrative that's incredibly suspenseful, that also has hints of horror. Uh, And this is all kind of set behind just, you know, this rich cultural history and mythology of uh, Japan. So as our detective kind of really starts to dig deeper, we see him uncovering different superstitious things. And I kind of love old superstitions, you know. Um, They're also cunning killers and there's a lot of deceit. And I love how the author kind of fuses mystery, but we're really diving into the culture as well. So 
This is a truly immersive read. It really transports us to this world in Japan and introduces us to the ancient Japanese folklore, all while being a good mystery. And we also have a really, uh, really cool detective at the helm as well. So I highly recommend The Devil's Flute Murders by Seishi Yokomizu. Again, I promise, no disrespect if I butchered the name. So yeah, those are the six. I'm not going to say five anymore. Those are the six books that I highly recommend. Book one is And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. Two, The Hound of the Baskervilles by Arthur Conan Doyle. Three, The Moonstone by Wilkie Collins. Four... May Gray and the Saturday Caller by Georges Simeon. Five, The Daughter of Time by Josephine Tay. And six, The Devil's Flute Murders by Seishi Yokomizu. So again, there you have it. Those are my five plus bonus one, six picks for classic mystery novels that I think are incredibly transportive. So Whether you're a seasoned mystery fan or you're just starting to kind of really dive into the world of classic mysteries, I think these novels are just guaranteed to kind of keep you turning the page and keep you interested until the very end. So I hope you'll pick up one of these classic mystery novels and get lost in their gripping and page-turning stories. So readers, as always, thanks for being here, thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.